Today is January the 3rd. How did it all get started? Let's find out together as we study Genesis 1 through 4. As we start uh, in the book of Genesis at the beginning of 2022, we'd like you to read the first four chapters. Now you can either pause this and read those four chapters and then restart, or listen to what I have to say and then read uh, the four chapters afterward. Genesis 1 is the story of uh, creation. Now, this is written in a poetical form. One of the things that uh, we do notice is that there is a parallelism. Uh, the things that are created in the first three days are then used in days four, five, and six. So in day one, God created light and darkness. In day four, God created the sun and the moon. Um, that's interesting. Uh, day two, God created a space between the waters, so he created waters in the heavens and waters uh, on the earth. In day five, God created animals that were in uh, the waters and the animals that were in the heavens. In day three, God created uh, dry ground and he created uh, seas. In day six, God created animals on the dry ground. Uh, that included the creation of man. There's a parallelism there. The second thing to notice in day one is the repetition of God saw that it was good. God's creation was a good creation. That Hebrew word for good means uh, good, it means complete, it means perfect. What God did was perfect. And at the end of everything, God saw in chapter 1 verse 31 that it was very good. Now chapter 2 is the story of creation from uh, Adam's point of view. It focuses on the creation of man. It starts in what in chapter 1 would be day 6. And then it details the creation of man, the creation of woman, and uh, what it meant for man to rule over the, uh, uh, the animals and the creation that God had made. The only other thing that I want to say about chapters 1 and 2 is that this is not intended to be a scientific description of the creation of the world. Um, it's unjust for us to apply principles of science to these words that are poetical 
and theological in nature. Now it's true, um, the creation of Adam and Eve, uh, Jesus talked about the creation of Adam, Paul talked about the creation of Adam. Uh, it's true, it's just not intended to express science. Genesis chapter 3 is the story of the fall of man. And the interesting thing in the fall is that when we get to the curses, God says, you know, Adam, when I created you, I asked you to do two things. I asked you to enjoy what I had created, and I asked you to rule over it. Enjoyment and ruling were the two commands that God gave to Adam. Be fruitful and multiply, multiply. Spread this over all of the earth. Enjoy it and then rule over it. Instead, in the creation, we have another repetition. Enjoyment becomes desire. Eve saw the fruit and she desired it. Later on in the curse to Eve, uh, God says, Eve, uh, you will want to dominate your husband, but instead you will desire him. Um, this word for desire in the rest of the Old Testament after Genesis chapter 3 is translated as lust. Satan takes the God-given enjoyment of the creation that we have and he turns it into lust, a desire to have more and more and a desire even to take what you have so that I would have more. Secondly, God's um, commandment to rule over is changed from ruling, which includes caring for and serving, to dominating. We have that repetition in uh, chapter 3, verse 16. Uh, you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. Um, desire turns to lust or, or enjoyment turns to lust and ruling turns to dominating, exploiting if you would. Now we see that played out through the rest of the Old Testament and one of the places that it plays out is in chapter 4, the story of Cain and Abel where Cain kills his brother Abel. And as God uh, talks to Cain, to Cain in verse 7, he says, sin is crouching at your door eager to control you. Sin desires you. It says literally using the same word that's used in chapter 3. But you must subdue it. You must dominate it. Desire and domination continues. We see here in Genesis 3 and 4 the story of the fall of man. It's not just Adam and Eve. Cain and Abel also uh, suffer from the fall. These are repeated uh, in the New Testament. 
Romans chapter 7, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Timothy talk about the historicity of Adam's creation and Adam's fall. Hebrews, 1 John, and Jude talk about Cain. The whole purpose of Genesis 1 through 4 is to tell us that what God created was good. Man took it and made it sinful. Man took it and destroyed it. So at the very end of chapter 4, some of the descendants of Cain, one named Lamech in particular, in verse 23 of chapter 4, one day Lamech said to his wives, Adah and Zillah, hear my voice, listen to me, you wives of Lamech. I have killed a man who attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished seven time, times, then the one who kills me will be punished 77 times. The whole purpose of the story of Lamech is to show that the principle of sin has continued. Someone attacked Lamech and so he killed him. He dominated him. The ultimate domination is to take someone's life. So Genesis 1 through 4 goes to show us the problem of mankind, the problem of sin, given the commands to rule and to enjoy. Man turns that into lust and to domination, i.e. lust after the things around me. And I dominate it and exploit it, not caring for it like God originally intended. Today, as you think over these chapters, look at your own life. Ask God to reveal to you what desire, what lust, and what tendency towards exploitation might be in your own heart. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you used to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll ask the question, where did it all go wrong?